It's now time for your Election Crimes Bulletin with Greg Pallast. And this is Dennis Bernstein with Greg Pallast. You're listening to the Election Crimes Bulletin. Greg is still on the front lines in Georgia. Well, uh, Greg, today control of the House and the Senate remain up in the air as President Biden struck an optimistic tone at the White House. Georgia's Senate race will head to a runoff, while races in Arizona and Nevada have yet to be called. But that that race in Georgia, that's really at the center of all of it. Uh, it's unfolding now. It will be happening. The runoff is in a month. Greg, what are your concerns uh, as you continue to investigate uh, and continue your multi-year, uh, multi-year investigation into uh, election crimes there? Where are we, Greg? Where is this going? It seems like you're right in the right place at the right time, although some folks would not want you there. Uh, to say the least. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm turning from Reverend Lowry Boulevard onto Reverend Ralph Abernathy Boulevard. So uh, my personal concern is, after nine years, why am I still coming back to Georgia? So I'll let you in on it. Uh, in fact, I had a discussion with the head of the New Georgia Project. Why is it always Georgia? Which, as Zach Roberts says, is the test kitchen of the, of the vote suppression techniques. So it is coming back down to Georgia, who's going to control the Senate, at least the Senate race. And there'll be a now a runoff between Senator Reverend Raphael Warnock and a football hero from Texas, uh, Herschel Walker, who, who graced Georgia by moving in to run for Senate. I am very concerned, speaking with the leadership of the New Georgia Project today and the other organizations, there is, again, this new law, 98 pages of terrifying, sophisticated Jim Crow trickery called SB202, signed by Governor Brian Kemp, who uh, defeated Stacey Abrams last night. There's going to be a runoff uh, because Warnock fell just a few. We don't have a final count, but it looks like just a couple thousand votes short of he he is ahead. He did win, but he didn't win 50 percent plus one vote to avoid a runoff. And there's no question speaking to all leadership, that it's, it's Jim Crow which is forcing him into a runoff. Otherwise, he'd want to clean for you know several things, including the fact, for example, as you know, reported that 1,000 absentee ballots were not um, given out in Cobb County, Democratic County. But we only know about the 1,000 because it's a Democratic county, and they said that we made a mistake and we're going to correct it. We're going to let those people vote up until November 14th, the military deadline. There's 159 counties in uh, Georgia, and clearly there's been a massive, again, a massive attack on mail-in voting. They removed drop boxes. As I mentioned last night, uh, there's 83% drop in mail-in balloting. Is it because people don't know how to lick a stamp? Is it because? No. The answer is 83 and because for the first time, re- mail-in voting used to be a Republican uh, turf during COVID-2020. It switched and uh, so that it's almost all Democrats, progressive voters, voters of color, and the Republicans decided to go on a campaign against mail-in voting. So they made it almost impossible. You have to include ID, uh, ID uh, identification to mail-in vote. Uh, you're not getting your ballots on time. It's certainly not a time to get them counted. 
In addition, they eliminated, virtually eliminated drop boxes. If the post office said, we're eliminating post office boxes, you can only mail letters during open post office hours. This is the type of games they're playing. So you had a, a drop in mail-in ballots of 1.2 million to point to a loss of a million ballots. But there's something else going on in this runoff. They changed the runoff. Remember, they got they got wiped out, the Republicans. They lost both Senate seats in a runoff in January 5 of last year. So they lost two Senate seats to Republicans. So their response was to cut the uh, runoff time from 60 days to 30 days. You say, well, what's the big deal? The answer is this. You need more than 30 days to register to vote in Georgia. And therefore, the deadline to register for the runoff was the day before the general election yesterday. I kid you not. So that if you say, oh, my God, America's fate is down to this runoff, I'm going to register, or I'm old enough now to register. You know, literally thousands of people registered uh, would qualify young people. They're Democratic voters. So they missed the deadline. That's how they designed it, so that runoff would be would make it impossible. You would miss the deadline for registering for the runoff by one day. It's brilliant. The other thing you'd need a time machine to vote yesterday. By the way, this did not come up at the presidential press conference. It was a happy face. Everything is going beautifully. Uh, No problems in this uh, with voter suppression uh, in Georgia. That's that it didn't exist in most of the press conference that I heard. But in any event, you've got a film, Greg, that's very important. It's called Vigilante, Georgia's Voter Suppression Hitman. It's important and it really sheds powerful, a powerful spotlight on what we're talking about here. So it's called Vigilante, Georgia's Voter Suppression Hitman. And, well, just remind people, I I mean, because it's all happening in Georgia, a place where this has been uh, part of the plan uh, since the plantation. Yes. So let me mention something very important. In Georgia, you have automatic voter registration when you get a driver's license, like a lot of states, like California. But the Secretary of State's office admitted that it, quote, made a mistake in turning off the automatic registration when people were registering were um, the new young voters and the new people moving into Georgia from the north. So they come in and they get their driver's license. It's overwhelmingly Democratic, the people applying for driver's licenses. It's a Democratic demographic. They supposedly accidentally for six months, for half of this year, shut off the registration when you read when you get your driver's license and one county alone Cobb County said they lost a hundred thousand voters let me repeat that they lost a hundred thousand voters it's Democratic demographic voters and the Secretary of State's office who's a Republican said oh we're so sorry we fixed the problem and so this New Georgia project which was the organization founded by Stacey Abrams years ago they said, well, what do you mean you fix the problem? So you're registering those people. Oh, no. Just that in the future, after the election, of course, uh, if someone registers uh, registers their car or they register uh, for a license or get a license, uh, we'll register them to vote. But they're not going to take those 100,000 people, put them on the roll. People who thought that they were being registered automatically, and they weren't. 100,000 voters. And Reverend Warnock, Senator Reverend Warnock, is going to have to go through fight. Uh, in a runoff 
because he's missing a couple thousand votes. Just in that registration game was his clean victory. Just in his registration, uh, excuse me, the, the sending out of absentee ballots. Again, the closing of the drop box. Every one of these things. And, and a new rule that requires you to include ID with your registration. People, you know, didn't know that, um, that they had to include this ID. It's, it's very confusing, these absentee ballots, deliberately. And then they are stalling on adding people to the voter rolls. In California, you go online, you register, you get instant verification. You are now a voter welcome. In Georgia, you register, and they say, well, they have to verify your address. Well, just a second. They'll issue a driver's license immediately, but then when they register you to vote, oh, they have to verify. What does it mean? I thought that they verified it when you got your driver's license. They let you drive a car with that address. So these are each of these little things, like New Georgia Project said to me today, the head of it, uh, Kendra Cotton, she said, look, it's death by a thousand cuts. That's how they take these elections, because it's in Georgia, it's always a few thousand votes one way or the other for the parties. And, you know, they simply pull people off the registries. They also massive disqualification, disqualification of ballots. One of the tricks that they use is that you have to match your driver's license exactly, exactly to your registration name and your signature. So, for example, last I had breakfast this morning with the last uh, leader of New Georgia Project, Ense Ufot. She has a, an African name. In the state records, they're always getting it wrong. She has an accent over the E on her name. And so she has a driver's license with the accent and a registration form without the accent. Her vote's disqualified. These are the games that are being played here. It's ugly, and it's Jim Crow, but it's in that, you know, nothing says screams we're aiming at black people. But who has names like Mohammed, which are miskeyed? into the state registrations, uh, the voter registry list. You have to understand, these races are being determined by a few votes in each direction. So all they have to do is shave here and shave there and shave there. But they test drive these techniques in Georgia. And as Martin Sheehan, my producer, says in the introduction to our film, it starts in Georgia, but it's coming to a state near you. Greg, let me just jump in here and ask the dumb question. Why wouldn't the Democratic Party officials be jumping up and down because this appears to be happening under their eyes. Uh, is everybody, you know, Raffensperger's uh, reputation has been uh, deteriorating. People hero. all don't believe he's a hero, but a lot of people don't know what's going on. Well, why would the Democrats be so quiet? Okay, the National Democratic Party, and, and again, the state party is headed by Stacey Abrams. She, she's she screams bloody murder, but even she's been told, right. shut the shut up. You know, as you know, the president said, don't vote for anyone who won't accept the results of an election. And, of course, Stacey Abrams famously was the first candidate in a long time to say, this vote wasn't fair. I got the most votes. I won't be inaugurated. I do not concede. I do not accept this election. I know that I can't win in the courts on this, but America shouldn't lose this way. The voters should decide. And she got slammed by the National Democratic right. Party. Slammed. And, you know, how I can't explain it. All I can tell you is that's what it is. And uh, therefore, the groups in Georgia do not rely on the party, the Democratic Party, to save their vote. They're saying we are – and that's why these groups are 
staunchly nonpartisan. They're saying we're not here for the Democratic Party. We're here for the voters. And yes, most of our voters of color, young people, a huge LGBTQ uh, population here, you know, Atlanta's kind of the San Francisco of the South. They say these voters, yeah, they'll vote Democratic, but there are voters. They're not Democratic voters. And so therefore, the fight for the vote is not can't be partisan, because if you're going to rely on the parties to protect you, good luck. Is there any chance, uh, you know, there are hosts here and there, if you will, they're not usually the regular ones on the on the corporate networks that have expressed a bit of outrage and touched on the subject, the issue that you've been on for so long. Um, but any interest in your work? I mean, you're BBC, uh, Rolling Stone, you certainly have a reputation for reporting, particularly about elections. What's what we have to do is we have to work around the so-called news and comment programs. I was just told uh, MSDNC, as I call it, uh, is not does not uh, want me on. I was scheduled. They don't want to. Again, the line is American elections are perfect. Yes, we can use the term vote suppression as long as it's well before an election. But somehow, vote suppression actually never affects the outcome. And so I'm I'm. A party pooper. I'm, you know, the the uh, guy in his underpants at the debutante ball. They don't want that. But uh, it's not a complaint about me. So I'm, I we used various tricks. For example, when Martin Luther King's 92 year old cousin was bounced from the vote uh, from the uh, polls in in uh, Georgia, and I filmed that. I filmed her granddaughter hysterical and in tears that this woman was 92 year old woman bounced out of the polls wrongly. So we got her on the Daily Show with Trevor Noah. <laughs> you know that. So we work around it. Uh, we get people like Jamie Foxx. We get people. We we tell the story through. Um, uh, you know the great Boots Riley. <laughs> you know takes our message out through the music world. So we we have to work. Look, if you're expecting the corporate media to take on a position that's going to threaten the ownership of the powerful, because this is in the end the real story. Talking to the head of New Georgia Project tonight, she said, look, yes, it's racial. Yes, it's ugly. Yes, it's partisan. That is, it's usually the Republicans who are leading this charge. But it says, in the end, it's about the money. It's about corporate and oligarch power in America. This is how they keep it. And it's the same oligarchs that own the media. That's why I'm talking to you on Pacifica Radio. That's why I'm talking to you on KPFA and KPFK and all the other outlets, the wonderful outlets that carry the election crimes bulletin, because, you know, there's no one at Pacifica that, that's afraid that they're going to lose their yacht, that they're going to be taxed because black people are allowed to vote. So in the end, it comes down to class war, because the truth is vote suppression is class war by other means. Absolutely. And Jim Crow in the 21st century, I mean, that's been your work, has been so much more thorough, wide-ranging, you know, and it's like a disease. It, it, it's a virus that goes across states that uh, is being shared by folks who are trying to suppress uh, the rights of, of brown and black people, young people, oftentimes people are uh, on the Democratic side, but it's not 
just them. And it's so dangerous. It really is a, a troubling moment in history, Greg. It's been a problem that you've been on top of, that uh, your information, your investigations have made available, accessible, so that some of us at least can understand. Uh, please stay safe. Keep us posted. We want to know. The people of Pacifica want to know what is going on. We're going to watch this uh, runoff and uh, what goes on here very closely with your help, Greg. Thank you. Uh, best from Georgia. Bye. Greg Palast from Georgia. GregPalast.com. Check it out. GregPalast.com. Check out the film. Check out the work. It's incredibly important and timely.